So before we get started, please take a minute to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter at iShipItPod. You can also visit us on our website, iShipItPod.com, or email any questions or comments directly at iShipItPod, or to, uh, to us, to us at iShipItPodGmail.com. Every time I say this, I feel like Alexi Darling from Buzzline. <laughs> You can email me at darlingalexinewscom.net or you can page me at... But if you are feeling supportive and you want to help us grow, you can donate via PayPal, shop our Amazon affiliate link, or buy us a coffee. And last but certainly not least, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends that you ship it. Pretty please. Thor ate a lot of Pop-Tarts in these fanfics. It is a hot garbage fire. Do you not know what sex pollen is? I mean, phantom seed... What? <laughs> I don't care. I ship it. I don't care. I ship it. I ship hey there, geek girls, geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. This is Emily J with the I Ship It podcast. Your safe space on the internet for fan fiction, fandom, and all that stuff you've been pretending you're not reading on your phones. Woo! As Alan Carr would say, what a week it's been! Um... Except it hasn't been a week. It's been, well, it's been a week since I talked to you guys. But uh, the last 72 hours, I think, um, have just been one intense blessing after the next. I mean, to begin with, Taylor Swift released a new album. And like she does 90% of the time, because I'm sorry, Tay, but reputation didn't really speak to me. But 90% of the time, Taylor Swift, with her magical, all-knowing powers, looks into my heart and takes every piece of it and is like, let me write these songs for you, Emily. And I say, thank you, Taylor. And as she has done so many times in the past, her new album, Lover, basically cradles my face gently and presses a sweet and loving kiss to the forehead of my soul. It is so good. Guys, I don't even care if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, although I do feel like reading fanfic and loving Taylor Swift kind of go hand in hand. Not saying it's a, you know, necessity, but it is a a commonality that I've found also among most humans that Taylor will speak to us in some way, shape or form. So if you're listening to this and you have not listened to her new album, Lover, uh, please go and do that. Let your soul get a sweet and gentle forehead kiss from Taylor and let her soothe all that ails you with her beautiful words and music. Because that is why she was put on this earth and she's so fucking good at it. Thank you, Taylor. So as I was, you know, enjoying having that experience, um, the world lost a Coke brother. <laughs> How fucking great is that? Uh, perhaps I should be um, not political, but no. Or I could, you know, not be an ugly person who celebrates the death of another human being. But I don't know that the Koch brothers are considered human beings. I think that they are horrible, horrible billionaire monsters that have gleefully contributed to millions of deaths by now. And, and, got rich off the destruction of our planet. So I'm not sad that a Koch brother has been lost, if you will, taken into the abyss. Uh, I hope, you know, he's reunited with his brother soon. In fact, I, I wish them all 
to go together at the same time so that, you know, they can all be a scourge on the next life together as they belong. So that was a great thing. So celebrating that, listening to Taylor, pretty much loving life. And then uh, the Disney Expo D23 happened and I was not really paying attention. I was like, eh, they're going to talk about like Disney Plus, which I'm only getting like the one month free trial so that I can watch Falcon and Winter Soldier and not pay for it anymore after that. And I have nothing else that I really want to watch because I've talked to you guys about the shows and I'm like, eh, nothing's really moving the needle for me except for Falcon and Winter Soldier. So that fucking mouse got my number, didn't he? I think they listen to this podcast because do you know what they announced at D23? Um, if you listen to this podcast, I feel like you do know because uh, I woke up Saturday morning, I think, with a phone that was hot and heavy with notifications. Messages and texts and and other things and uh, tags and all kinds of nonsense um, telling me, as if I already didn't know, that our girl, Darcy Lewis, played by our other girl, Kat Dennings, will be returning to the MCU as Darcy, obviously I said that first, as Darcy in one of these new shows. And I was like, what? Can you believe? And so I was like, what show? What, where, where could they possibly put her? Well, you know, they listened to this podcast. They were like, oh, Emily was talking smack on WandaVision, how she wasn't excited about that and didn't really care about WandaVision. Well, guess where we're going to put your favorite character, Emily, so you have to watch. God damn it, Disney, you were right. I do have to watch. Sorry, Jair, we have to get Disney Plus and we have to keep it for at least as long as it takes to watch all of the Falcon Winter Soldier and then in spring of 2021, also WandaVision. I figured that was coming sooner or later. <laughs> so prepare the budget. It has to happen. Possibly we could write it off as a <laughs> podcast business expense. Yeah, you hear all that like, accounting shit going on over there? Mm-hmm. That's some serious typing. So, uh, so yeah, so WandaVision. And I was like, ugh, but I'm still not excited. Like, I don't really, like, what, what is Wanda? What do they have to offer me about Wanda that they haven't already kind of screwed up so far with her uh, appearance in the MCU? So, like, she does have a really cool backstory, and she has a lot of cool things that they could have done from the comics, but they didn't. So now it's like, well, now what? I'll fucking tell you what, apparently. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I, I have not heard anything except what I will tell you. And that's what we're going to talk about. Um, that, okay. So what they said about WandaVision was that it's going to be start off as like a schmuckety schmuck sitcom style Dick Van Dyke kind of vibe from like the 60s and then get darker and sadder and scarier <laughs> as it goes on. Um, and I guess it's from there's a storyline called House of M, which I don't know what that means. Um, and I didn't read it in the comics because you guys know I don't read comics. And uh, but the idea is that this universe is a place that Wanda has kind of built for herself where Vision is still alive and what I'm thinking is that they have like 
this ideal, plucky, sitcom kind of life together um, in the style of Dick Van Dyke and like the, you know, ideal American suburban dream. Um, which makes me really sad because I remember that she's Eastern European and they usually take forever to get like all of our shows. So like old timey Nick at Night kind of shows were, are still super popular in places in Eastern Europe because that's what they would get in their cable. Um, so I was thinking like, well, that's probably what she and Pietro watched in their, you know, sad orphanage childhood after their parents were murdered. And so she probably grew up thinking that's like the American ideal and that's the ideal life and that's what she wants. So when she can build her own universe, that's what she picks, which makes me really sad um, because it's obviously not real. And I think what is going to happen is that, you know, it's going to start falling apart and it's going to get weirder and scarier, like Paul Bettany said. Um, and then it's going to blend into the new Doctor Strange movie. Um, cause it's like the multiverse thing is what he's going to explore in his movie, which they said is going to be a Marvel style horror movie. Ooh, Ooh I know. <laughs> um, so I am excited about that. And the scene, then this is the thing. Now they're like, well, we're going to blend this show. You didn't want to watch into a movie you didn't care about. Label it with all your favorite things and shove all your favorite characters in it and see if you can keep your money away. I can't. Spoiler alert. Add it to the budget. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, the Multiverse of Madness. And I twenty one. I know. I know. They Disney, have... Marvel, know. Warner, all of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it's gonna be really cool. Darcy is coming back as Darcy, which I don't understand. Is she gonna be like just in the, is she going to be in the vision or is she going to be in the outside world? Are they going to be like competing? Also, Catherine Hahn is in it. She's playing um, what they refer to as Wanda's nosy neighbor. So I'm imagining like a Mrs. Kravitz type from Bewitched um, who was always like peering in the windows and like all up in Samantha's shit. And like, as they said on Venture Brothers, I think if I were a witch, I would fucking blind that woman like she was like the bane of Samantha's existence aside from her insane mother. So I think Catherine Hahn's going to be a character like that. And then they didn't say anything about Darcy's actual role, just that she's going to be there. So like, does Wanda know her from outside? Like, how does she populate her world? I have a lot of questions and I'm not going to get shit all for answers for another year and a half. So I hope you guys like listening to me, uh, just throw some theories out there because that's all I have. And given how Marvel likes to give nothing away until they release all the trailers and footage ahead of the time for the movie, uh, I think that's all we're going to get for a while. Anyway, so I don't know. What I'm really hoping for, honestly, is that Darcy and Wanda can be friends because A, they would be such cute little friendships. And B, Wanda needs a friend. Okay, <laughs> she's had a shit life and then five years of it were gone because she got turned to ash um, and and she just deserves a friend. And Darcy is a sweet friendship. She's loyal and kind and wonderful. And the topic of this week's podcast. Now, you may think, Emily, 
You have talked about Darcy Lewis all the damn time since you started this podcast, and you would be correct. But I have never done a Darcy solo-centric episode, and with my emotions running high today, I don't know what's going on with me, but I cried at a dog video. I'm a mess. I thought no better topic than to celebrate Darcy's return Darcy's triumphant return to the MCU than with an episode just about her. So uh, if you are brand new, you have no idea what's going on. Somebody just told you to listen and this is for whatever reason the first one you started with. Hello, Darcy Lewis is my favorite character. She was first introduced in the first Thor movie as the assistant to Dr. Foster slash um, I don't want to say work study, but I guess lab yeah, assistant. Uh, yeah. 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 Intern. She, intern. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you, babe. Uh, it's like a, it's a, well, yeah, college intern. Yeah. Yeah. So she was an intern for Jane Foster and they were in New Mexico together. And honestly, I love the first and second Thor, but I love them because of Darcy because she's really funny and she named our third cat after her. Yes. Our third cat. Our third cat is named Darcy because um, she's my favorite character. And, and you can see her on the uh, episode artwork. Yeah. See how I did that? Yeah. I see how you did that. Um, actually, because uh, when we picked Darcy up, I held her in my hands and she went, Mew, Mew. <laughs> Which is what Darcy Lewis named Thor's hammer because she couldn't say Mjolnir. She said Mew, Mew. And you have a Thor Kitty bro tank. I do. I do have it just, a Thor. It came full circle. <laughs> it did come full circle. Darcy's middle name, the cat, not the <laughs> character, is Strudel, by the way. Just <laughs> throwing in those little factoids for you. Darcy Strudel is our cat. Darcy Lewis is the character. Um, I think that's where some of the similarities end. But uh, there is a lot of... We'll hear a crash from another room, and then one of us will get up and be like, God damn it, Darcy. And I feel like that is probably something that got said a lot in Jane Foster's lab She's after been a crash. Keys. <laughs> the last uh, week, I've caught so many keys that she's thrown on the ground. Why? Is That's she's... pretty appropriate. That's... <laughs> Matches the tracks. <laughs> tracks. Darcy Lewis is a hacker, so she's also kind of stealing keys digitally and hacking and breaking oh, no, into in things. Dark world, she's like, Trying to throw everybody's keys. Oh God, you're right. Yes. Ugh. Wow. Whoa. Jared just <laughs> Jared just out Darcy'd me on my favorite character. This is really. I'm gonna take my victory lap and this is... call it a day. <laughs> yeah. You close out on top, buddy, because uh, you don't want to go toe to toe with me and Darcy Lewis facts. Um, but so anyway, so she's in the first and second Thor, uh, like Jane, she got the fucking shaft in Ragnarok, but Jane's coming back in Thor four. So maybe Darcy will come back too, especially since she's going to be in WandaVision and then maybe she'll be in Dr. Strange. Maybe we could be seeing a whole new, a whole lot more of Darcy and we just don't know it yet. And my God, would that be amazing? Okay. So why do I love Darcy so much? Number one, she's very funny. Um, because Kat Dennings is funny. And I think they pretty much let Kat Dennings base this character off of her own personality because they're very similar. Um, very dry, sarcastic humor. She's not a science major. She's a political science major, but she was the only applicant for Jane's internship. So she, you know, won by by uh, a landslide, if you will. 
and she um but she has a different perspective of things and she's like super supportive of jane and they're like sweet little girlfriends despite everybody being like no jane just tolerates her fuck you you don't know what you're talking about jane would not bring somebody that she just tolerated all the way to london which she did in in thor 2 uh to help her with her research if she just like kind of tolerated her and barely cared about her they are friendships they care about each other um she freaking saves the world in um she saves a bunch of people and saves a bunch of animals in the first one and then in the second one she gets eric out of his uh mental institution and gets him back to normal and gets him back to health so that he can freaking save the world with jane and so darcy also saved the world i will hear uh, I will take no questions on this. Thank you. Um, anyway, she's wonderful. Now, here's the best thing, though, is that I have rarely seen a fandom adopt a minor character the way that the MCU fandom adopted Darcy. Um, it's phenomenal. And then by that, I mean that in the literal sense that like it is a phenomenon <laughs> that I have never seen before. I have never seen a character shipped with so many people. The thing is, she's a very versatile character. They've given us just enough in canon to base a pretty strong fanfic understanding of her, but also not too much that, like, canon is getting in the way. You know what I mean? So, like, we can all kind of just do whatever the fuck we want because we know certain things about Darcy. And she works in all kinds of situations um, that, you know, maybe other characters wouldn't work in. But like I said, I have seen her shipped. I've never seen a character shipped so much. There's a joke that Darcy Lewis is the fandom bicycle, which is, you know, accurate. If you go to AO3 and look and see who she's who she's tagged with, um, there's it's so fun, though, because she's also somebody that people multi ship. Um, and if you don't know what that means, it's just, you know, you don't have an OTP necessarily. You ship and let ship. So you ship a whole bunch of people in different relationships. Now, um, I don't do that. <laughs> no, that's not true. I I mean, my OTP, you guys know, is Shield Shock, Steve Rogers and Darcy Lewis. Um, but I do ship, of course, Steve with Bucky because that's fate. That's set in the stars <laughs> and will always be. So I do, I guess I multi-ship Steve with other people just no, not other people, just Bucky. But then I ship Bucky with Nat also, and I've seen things that I don't hate about Bucky with Wanda. Don't tell Vision, don't tell me to go looking for those fix again because I don't need another ship to get super into. But that's a multi-ship. But I just described there that falling down those steps that I just blah, blah, that's multi-shipping. Darcy is the fucking queen of multi-shipping. Everybody in the world is shipped with Darcy. And I'm not just talking about fucking Marvel characters. I mean, they ship her with all of the Marvel characters. Like, literally every Marvel character has had sex with Darcy at least once. But also, I've seen her shipped with, like, Draco Malfoy? Or one of the Weasley boys? Um, I've seen her shipped with... Uh, Frank Castle, I want to say, from, I think that's from Castle. I think that's Nate, Nathan Fillion. I think he's Frank Castle. 
I could be very wrong. I want to say that's the Punisher. Is Frank Castle the Punisher? Yep. Okay. Oh my God, I got it right. Holy that shit. was a deep pull. This is two, <laughs> two corrections on shit that I should know. On from a Monday, I am on, like, I'm on fire here. He is on damn fire over there. Over there, producing the fuck out of this episode is what he's doing. Um. So anyway, so, okay, Frank Castle, I guess, does belong. Yeah, up with the two geek culture references in 19 minutes. So. That I missed. So anyway, so Frank Castle, I didn't know. I thought, here, I'm thinking it's Castle from the TV show. I'm thinking it's Nathan <laughs> Philly. I'm like, what the fuck is she with him? Okay, this makes a little bit more sense now. Sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> I have still seen her with Harry Potter people and other fandoms, I swear. Now the only thing that's showing up is my brain. It's my glaring mistake about Frank Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how that worked out. I mean, I've never seen Castle, so I can't. I haven't either. That's why I just knew his last name was Castle. And that he was a crime writer and played by Nathan Fillion. So I mean, why not? Uh, well, and that this is the thing. When you have, what is it? What What is this whole world of it called? Crossover? Yeah. yeah. Crossover fanfic especially in Darcy land is a lawless fucking land. Anything goes now to the point that I found so many threesome ships while I was looking for fix for you guys that I decided I couldn't possibly fit them all in, in this episode. (laughs) That's a, there's a threesome pun in there somewhere. there's a group sex pun in there somewhere. Um, but I was like, well, I guess I'll just have to do a threesome episode. So look out for that. (laughs) It's a, Coming soon to your ears. <laughs> anyway, um, so I had to do some uh, work this week. And by work, I mean I spent five minutes on my Darcyland Discord asking people who know more than I do what um, their favorite ships are for Darcy because like I said I am myopic in my OTP when it comes to this particular pairing this particular girl I will read other fics occasionally um, but there are some that are like a straight up no TP so I'm going to recommend you guys a bunch of fics this is the I mean this is like tiny little shavings off the very very tip of the iceberg which is so gigantic it is a huge pre-global warming fucking glacier that like would like move past you know greenland and like cut off a piece of the continent and then like then there's a whole new fucking country because this giant iceberg came through that's how much Darcy Fick. A cal- calving glacier. Calving glacier. Now, I'm not going to feel bad for not knowing that one because what even? But, <laughs> but this, um, this is, this is how much you guys have to work with. So if I'm whetting your appetite, if I'm, uh, I'm turning you on to something that maybe you don't know about, uh, again, I don't know how we've gotten to 58 episodes. If you've never looked into any kind of Darcy Fick, I have failed as a podcast host, but today could be the day that I redeem myself and you guys go looking for new fix because I'm about to talk about uh, a bunch of different 
friggin' one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pairings that I don't normally talk about um, for you guys. So you can you can look at different pairings and you can see if those are up your alley because if you're like, I'm fucking sick of you talking about shield shock, I don't want it. Well, perhaps you will want one of these other things. I don't know. But the I would say the two most popular ships for Darcy would be the SS Shieldshock, my jam, and also Winter Shock, which is, okay, well, before I, okay, I do have to address something. Uh, in the first Thor, Darcy is most known for, and I guess in her time in the MCU, Darcy is most known for um, tasing Thor when she first meets him because he's freaking her out. So she hits him with her taser. She knocks him unconscious. And, you know, he's slightly diminished in his capacity as like a strong warrior, but she still takes him down without, you know, thinking about it. So she's like this little legend of... She's the one who, you know, knocked Thor on his ass, which is cool. Um, but I do feel like this is one of those things that I talked about in the We've Always Lived in the Tower episode where fandom just decided that that was like her defining feature, that fucking taser and her iPod that they stole from her in 2011 is still written about today, which I'm like, guys, it was so long ago. Nobody has an iPod. Um. But that is a thing that fandom really clung to. So most of the Darcy ship names come from either something electric or the taser itself. That's just what happened. So don't be surprised. Okay. So I would say the, the two most popular, I think, from what I've seen are Shield Shock or Winter Shock, which is... Um, Bucky and Darcy. Personally, for me, Bucky and Darcy is a bro TP. Um, I really love to read about them as besties. I think they're very cute besties. I think they're very cute buds. I will read Winter Shield Shock, which is all three of them together, um, without any issue because I'm trash. Um, but I, I don't like just James and Darcy bunch of people who are not me do so it doesn't matter what I think perhaps this is your jam anyway if it is I'm going to recommend to you a story called my two front teeth with an f by Chrissy HR and um this is a uh there's also a thing a trope that is explored a lot in these fix that I'm going to recommend which is my one of my top five I guess which is that Darcy Lewis is Tony Stark's daughter trope um because he's played, uh, RDJ has played Kat Denning's father in another movie. And so everybody was like, oh yeah, that works, that tracks. Self-included, I've played with this trope. It's very fun. It happens a lot in these fics that I'm recommending. It happens a lot in general. It's one of the reasons I can't ship Darcy and Tony that a bunch of people do enjoy that. I don't have that daddy kink that some people do. And I'm not here to kink shame. I'm just telling you why I don't read it. But that's not what's happening here. This is Winter Shock, so it's uh, Bucky and Darcy. And this is a, an accident in the lab de-ages Bucky and Darcy. And it seems really, really cute. 
Um, it came highly recommended. Again, these are not my ships. I have not read these fix. These all come highly recommended from Darcy Land on the server, on the Discord server. It's a wonderful place. Thank you to everybody who sent me these suggestions. You make my job as a podcast host way easier than it should be. I do almost none of my own research because I have this wonderful community upon which to fall back. So thanks, guys. Love you. So moving on, I am going to straight up fucking tell you guys, this is hard for me to recommend because it is my no TP. I feel like we could all understand what that is, but in case it hasn't made its way to the fan fictionary yet, I say that as if the fan fictionary is finished. It's not. Um, it is the uh, the fic that you nope out of as soon as you see it's this pairing. Maybe it's a pairing that everybody loves, you know? Um, maybe it's, it's the most pop, maybe it's the fucking canon pairing. I don't know, but it's a straight up no TP, which is like, mm, nope, can't do it, sorry. But again, this is not about my preferences. This is about you guys enjoying more Darcy fic. And if Brock Rumlow and Darcy Lewis is is doing it for you, that ship, if you heard those names together and ignored my tone and were like, oh, I could see that, more power to you. Um, but that ship, in case you're looking, is called Taser Bones. Um, because Brock Rumlow's uh, bad guy character is called Crossbones. So uh, this one actually comes recommended to us by a fan of the show. Hey, Joss. Uh, it is called Testing 123 by Pumpkin Doodles, which is the cutest little name. <laughs> and um, according to Joss, it is uh, the fic that it was an OTP for her too. And then she read it and she was like, okay, that's actually really funny. So it's kind of cracky and it's funny and it's like a rom-com silly situation kind of deal. I could consider giving it a try, but not today, but someday maybe. Anyway, Taser Bones, Brock and Darcy. If that's doing it for you, check it out. Next one is another very popular ship. Um, again, you all know how I feel about Laura Barton. So I personally cannot ship Darcy and Clint Barton, but so many people can. That ship name is called Taserhawk. And the, the fic we're talking about here is the space between feathers. Um, that is, I believe it is a Darcy working for S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of deal after New Mexico. And now there is mild history there in that Clint was also in New Mexico during the first Thor when Darcy was. So a lot of fix about the two of them start there. Totally cool. Um, Taserhawk, again, most of the time, despite Darcy being a movie only character until later on, they wrote her into a couple of the comics, I think. Um, and as we all know, she was in the book that I read last December, um, the, the uh, prequel to Endgame. And basically said that she, you know, wanted a guy like Steve Rogers. Anyway, um, so Darcy is a movie character, but when people write about Clint Barton, they have um, little choice, I'd say, but to write him from the comics. So that Clint is a lot different. Fair warning. Um, most people like comic Clint a lot better than movie Clint because, uh, again, they didn't give movie Clint anything to do until Endgame, where he didn't die and Natasha did so 
that's beside the point. Uh, next one is we're getting into some fem slash now. Um, this is one that I have. This is a ship that I have read because I can see it. Um, it is uh, Widow Shock, which is Natasha and Darcy. Uh, and this is a, um, a soul mark one. This is a soulmate soul mark thing. You guys know how I feel about that. But it's actually really good. I've read this one before where um, Darcy is frequently underestimated. The fic is called Because I Love You, Baby, That's No Lie by TARDIS is the Only Way to Travel. All one word. And um, it's it's a one shot. It's T-rated. I don't know the ratings on these other ones. I, It's me, so we can guarantee it's probably M or E. Deal with it. Um, but uh, I think, you know, I think Taserhawk might be teen as well. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, most of the Widow Shock that exists, just if you're curious, is entirely smut. But this is, uh, this one has a tiny bit of plot. So check it out. It's a soulmate fic. It's good. I liked it. The end. Uh, next one is uh, Doctor Strange. Speaking of Doctor Strange and Darcy, uh, this is a rare pair. People do not write this ship. Which so when I find one, when I found one person who that's her jam, um, I was like, "What's your favorite? What's your what's your favorite uh, Strange Shock fic?" And she was like, "It's really hard because there's not a lot of them." True, true, there isn't. So um, instead of looking through what I could assume would be, you know, half finished, not, maybe not so great. I don't know. Um, digging through the rare pair bargain bin. I was like, oh, wait, she wrote a fic. So this one is called Understudy. It's by Crimtastic, who is one of my friends. Um, she's a brilliant writer. And when I told her this is the one I was going to recommend, she's like, it's just unadulterated smut, if that's a problem. <laughs> it's like, no, I mean, again, this is me. Unadulterated smut is my favorite genre, but it's uh, is E-rated. It's just it's just porn. But anyway, it's Doctor Strange and Darcy porn. So if you're into that, this is where you can go. Uh, last two, uh, number one is Taser Wings. That is the current Captain America, Sam Wilson, and Darcy. Uh, again, not a lot. This is a rare pair to the point that I found so few. Um that I just, I did a, um, like a compilation. So there's a, a collection by Dressuppy or Dressupi who has written other fics that we've recommended on this podcast. She has a little collection of like four or five and she is great. We can always count on her to deliver the goods. So read the couple fics that she has for Taser Wings. It's great. I could see Sam and Darcy. I can't see it as much as I can see Steve and Darcy, but I could see Sam and Darcy. I could see that working out. I feel like they're both sassy. They're both civilians, um, you know, kind of put up like, you know, fed up with superhero shit. I could see them getting along really well. Now, again, I see them as a bro TP, but that's because I'm thinking about shield shock. When aren't I thinking about shield shock? And last, I just had to throw this in here. It is a rare pair. It's usually part of a threesome, but there are a couple fix where it's just the two of them. And I had to do it because um, somebody questioned uh, the internet's, you know, ability to already ship something, having exactly one picture of Elizabeth Olsen and Kat Denning standing together at D23. So this is Scarlet Shock, Scarlet Witch and Darcy. Um, the fic is called Evening Lily by Cup of Tea. 
And um, it's a, I want to say it's G-rated, which is rare for me. But it's a sweet little, I don't know, I don't think it's Soul Marks. I think it's just a sweet little fic about Wanda needing help and Darcy helping her out and them, you know, kind of just pleasantly and innocently falling in love, which would be lovely. I don't think that's going to happen in WandaVision, but I think there's probably going to be plenty of fics where it is happening in WandaVision. So to get us ready for that, uh, you know, read some Scarlet Shock. Now, usually it's Scarlet Shield Shock. Again. Uh, you guys noticing a theme, um, but that's not that's that's something we can explore during the threesome episode. Don't worry, there'd be plenty of exploration there. So those are my fix for you guys. Um, that's that's what I wanted to share. I wanted to come on my podcast and tell you that I have been so very blessed by the universe this past week, and uh, what a what a beautiful way to round out my thirty first year upon this planet of Earth as my birthday is happening this week. Um, again, I already got everything I, I wanted from the world. A sweet kiss from Taylor Swift and Darcy back and a dead coat brother. So I'm good. I am a lucky, lucky girl. Hashtag blessed, you know what I mean? Anyway, that's what I got. I want you guys to um, really dig into that iceberg of Darcy Lewis fix. Because like I said, I barely shaved you off a snow cone from the very tippy top of that calving, is it calving glacier? Mm-hmm. Okay. From that calving, look at this new little fucking social studies word that I learned today. Um, would that be a geography term? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, I learned something. You learned something also. And I hope that you go digging because there's so much. And even if you don't go digging into all the rare pairs, which my God, there are so many, or even all of the main ships, go hang out with Darcyland, okay? Because my God, these people are great. Just so sweet and supportive and and kind to each other and just all the best parts of fandom I have found in the Darcy Land community, which is why I am still writing this pairing after five years. Usually I get bored, I get fed up with the bullshit and I'm out and I have no plans to leave. And thank God I stuck it out because do you know how many people are like, I'm so excited. This makes me want to write fic again. We're reinvigorating the fandom. <laughs> Yay. I fucking knew it. I knew if I stuck around long enough, it would ebb and flow like the tide and something would cause us all to want to write again. So I feel like I'm no longer the only person writing fan fiction right now. And it is a wonderful feeling. So please enjoy this community with me. Go read some stuff. These people work so hard. They are so good at what they do. And even if it's not my jam, it could very well be yours. And I hope that it is. And I hope that you love these stories and that you tell me about it because hearing from you guys makes my life. All right. That's all I got. Um, Next time I talk to you, I'll be 32. So have a wonderful week. Wish me a um, nice and relaxing birthday. I literally have no plans, except that I know I don't want to go grocery shopping. That's all I've told you. I'm And really, brunch. <laughs> sorry. I'd like to go to brunch and day drink, and I would like to not go to the grocery store. That's all I got. Um, talk about a grown-up birthday. <laughs>
Hashtag birthday, grown up birthday goals. <laughs> grown up birthday goals. It's pretty much all that I want. Um, anyway, I want also want you guys to have a wonderful week and to get your ship together. 